The following program is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Lead Tennessee Radio, conversations with the leaders moving our state forward. We look at the issues shaping Tennessee's future, rural development, public policy, broadband, health care, and other topics impacting our communities. And now, here's your host of Lead Tennessee Radio, Lavoie Knowles. Hello, I'm Lavoie Knowles, the Executive Director of the Tennessee Broadband Association. This special episode of Lead Tennessee Radio has been recorded as our state and nation respond to the global pandemic. For the first several episodes, we interviewed the leaders of Tennessee House and Senate. We're shifting our focus to those men and women who are leading the efforts to extend broadband to the unserved areas of our states. Our member companies are on the front lines of connecting the unconnected, and their CEOs are the leaders not only in their companies, but also in their communities and in the broadband industry at large. Today, we continue the series of Lead Tennessee Radio with Johnny McClanahan. Johnny is the CEO of NCTC in Lafayette, Tennessee. NCTC serves approximately 19,000 customers in several northern Tennessee counties. Welcome to the podcast, Johnny. Thank you, LaVoy. I'm glad to be here. Let's begin by talking about how your operation has been impacted by the pandemic. What kinds of adjustments have you had to make to continue serving your customers on a timely fashion at NCTC? LaVoy, I've been at uh, North Central for about 30 years, and this is something that we've never had to address before. So it was kind of a has been and still is a learning curve for us to try to determine what to do and how to do it and the routines to go through. Some of the things that uh, we did, uh, we did close our lobbies to the public on March the 18th, and uh, that was for the sake of our customers, our employees. Uh, we have left our drive-through windows open uh, throughout the period to collect uh, payments and deposit, et cetera. Um, you know, we do offer credit card payments and bank drafts along with a night depository for our customers. Uh, we've uh, started telecommuting. We've got several of our employees telecommuting. In fact, the business offices are just about deserted uh, right now. Uh, we do have some engineering people and also marketing personnel also telecommuting. And it's worked re- really well for us once we got used to the telecommuting and the routines, and, and it's worked well. The customers seem to really like it as well. Uh, our marketing department has, has kept our Facebook, uh, Twitter, and uh, websites updated to keep our customers uh, on any kind of changes or developments. Uh, you know, due to the large number of people that's working from home and needing service, uh, we, we've continued to install internet and phone services during the pandemic. Our customers, once again, have expressed appreciation that we're continuing to install internet and uh, broadband services. We provided uh, PPE, personal protective equipment, to all our employees that to deal with the public, such as, you know, the masks, the gloves, uh, boot coverings for our installers and any other customer-facing employees. We've got disinfectant wipes, uh, encourage frequent hand washing, along with disinfecting work areas. Um, one thing that we did do, uh, LaVoy, when we first started this, was uh, gave a thermometers to all their employees so they're supposed to take their temperatures uh, every day before they come to work. And uh, that's worked out really well, too. And uh, so far, knock on wood, we've not had anybody that's got the COVID-19 yet. Well, that's great. Uh, you've made a lot of a lot of uh, adjustments, and we've definitely had to kind of rethink how we do business in this most environment. Definitely, and, most uh, definitely. Yeah, everyone is uh, is doing uh, a lot of the similar things, but everybody is just a little bit different on how they're how they're handling the pandemic. So it's it's good to hear that you're making progress and and um, that your employees are staying healthy. 
this has been a particularly active, uh, severe weather season. I know some of our members have had have been hit really hard, others not so much. How have you fared through this um, spring weather season? Well, fortunately for us, during this you know past winter spring, we've not experienced any uh, major storms or outages. Uh, we have had you know several in the past here, Lavoie, such as we had the bad tornado in February two thousand eight and the ice storm of uh, ninety four. So, but so we've had some bad storms. But fortunately, this spring and uh, winter season, we've not had any really bad storms like some of the neighboring uh, Tennessee counties have had. Well, that's great. I hope you continue the good luck. Uh, thank you. <laughs> In 2019, North Central Communications, which is a subsidiary of NCTC, received a grant just over $300,000 from the state of Tennessee's Broadband Accessibility Program. And, and with this grant, you were going to serve, you're going to serve uh, Parker Thurman area in northern Sumner County. How is this project progressing? Uh, projects is progressing uh, really quick. We started construction for the Parker Thurman area of uh, northern Sumner County. Uh, the first part of this year, uh, although it's been wet, our contractors have made a lot of uh, progress. Uh, we've got our main line uh, construction is basically complete, and uh, we've already started customer drop installations to get them hooked up. Uh, we plan on having our first customers uh, turned on for this area, uh, hopefully the middle of May in a, in a couple of weeks or so. Uh, we plan on completing the Parker Thurman project by the end of 2020, uh, I think we've got a required completion date for the project of April 2021, but I believe we're going to get that get it done a lot quicker before then. Uh, I checked with customer service. We've got orders for 60 customers right now to install service. I think there's like 180 total households in the area, and we've got uh, customers in that area calling every day to schedule installations. So I think we're going to have a pretty good uh, penetration uh, uh, there because the residents seem to be very happy and pleased they're providing service to this area. You know, they didn't have any kind of broadband service before we started construction there. I mean, it was very service. Uh, one thing that we did to find out when we first applied for the grant uh, in this Parker Thurman area, we had a, a community event uh, over the and we had about 150 residents to attend. So we could tell by the good attendance that it was going to be a uh, pretty well adapted to the area. So we're, it's going good, Lavoie, in, in this Parker Thurman area. Well, that's great. It's also good to have um, uh, community support like that, too. It's, it's very important, and uh, that really helps your take rate. It also helps when you're trying to get scored at the uh, Tennessee um, ECD evaluation process. So uh, that's great. I'm glad to hear it's going well and, and glad to hear that you're getting uh, additional penetration in these new areas. Of course, that grant also had matching dollars. Um, and you've made a sizable investment in Sumner County. Uh, in your in your view, why is such a public-private partnership so important in solving the rural broadband problem in Tennessee? Well, there's still several areas in Tennessee that need broadband service, but it does cost a lot to deploy service, and grants are a vital source of funding uh, that needed to provide that service. Uh, without the grants, uh, you know, the substantial cost of providing service makes it difficult even to provide a positive business case to offer the service. So we definitely appreciate the Tennessee CD in providing grants that's enabled us to provide service over there. That's good. Um, they, they are very helpful and, and uh, good about pinpointing areas that need, need help. Yeah, they were really good too when we applied for the grant helping us answering questions. They were very responsive and everything. So I can compliment them on that. Good, good. 
let's talk about your uh, overall fiber program at NCTC a little bit. Um, how much fiber have you deployed throughout your service area over the last few years? Okay. Uh, well, we started uh, deploying fiber in our, in our original area back in 2009. To date, we've installed over 4,000 miles of fiber in our service area. We, we've got uh, numerous grants uh, over the years. Uh, back in 2010, we got one of the ARRA stimulus grants. It was a sizable grant loan that helped us get started. Uh, we've got three RUS Community Connect grants, uh, one ReConnect grant, one uh, Tennessee ECD grant. Uh, we've invested over $100 million or so in total grants, loans, and general funds over the past 12 years or so to deploy fiber. We've only got one exchange left in our original incumbent servant area, the uh, Bill Fiber. You know, when we get that done, uh, we'll be 100% fiber, and we hope to have, it's called the Green Grove Exchange. We hope to have it done by the end of this year. So after this year, we can say we're 100% fiber, which is a, which is really a big deal. Uh, fiber Network enables us to offer gig internet speeds, you know, for broadband service. We live in a rural area here, but I believe that our network is as good or better uh, than most large uh, urban areas. We're going to also continue to expand our CLEC operations in Tennessee and Kentucky because we have got partnerships with other telcos and even electric utilities to provide broadband service. LaVoy. Wow, that's, that's amazing uh, and very impressive. $100 million over the last few years and, and going to be 100% fiber to the home within the next little bit. That's, that's amazing and and a huge accomplishment for NCTC and you and all the employees and the board at your company. So actually, you're going to be 100% fiber. Now, actually, that you probably already have broadband to what, 100% or close to it, but the fiber just brings it more uh, more broadband and more speed so they can get faster services. Exactly. Uh, with For instance, that Green Grove Exchange, they've got uh, broadband, they've got copper service there, but of course, the, the fastest they get is probably, you know, 20 meg unless you have double, you know, bonded pairs or something. So with the uh, fiber, you can get 100 a thousand, which is a gig, a gig service, which that's really fast. But yeah, we do have broadband service, just not the speeds that fiber can uh, can get. Yeah, I just want to mention that because uh, so many times uh, getting broadband is kind of confused with with uh, fiber to the home. That's there's more There's more ways to provide broadband than there are uh, just fiber to the home. But it is a very future proof technology and um that's, that's the best you can get when you do that and you're very close to being 100 percent. that that's just unbelievable so congratulations well thank you very much i'll have to circle back a minute uh, uh to the crisis we find ourselves in as both a state and a nation it's a multifaceted problem uh it's a healthcare crisis first and foremost but it's also an education crisis and a jobs crisis and a financial crisis, unlike anything we've ever seen in our lifetime or in our career, for sure. And hopefully this is the last time we'll see it, but who knows? What does that do to the urgency that you see we need to connect all Tennesseans to a reliable broadband network? Well, boy, like you said, the, the current COVID-19 pandemic, I mean, it's caused the public to realize, I think, the importance of a reliable and efficient uh, broadband network. Uh, telecommuting for work, education, and tele telemedicine. I think uh, uses a, this proved the importance of reliable broadband network. Is and it's going to get worse because as the world the world advances to a five G communication network, the requirement for broadband is going to increase. Uh, telcos like us and other providers, uh, we're going to need the funding uh, 
that's going to enable us to continue our build out to these networks in order to provide state of the art uh, broadband networks. Uh, once again, like I said, the, the grants that we've received has enabled us to provide our customers with, with this broadband network that we've got. Without the grants, we wouldn't be able to offer our networks the way they are in the time it's involved. We definitely appreciate the, the funding from Tennessee CD and Tennessee ECD and the USDARUS for the grants and the loans over the years that we've done. But this crisis has just, uh, I think, proved to people how important. Uh, broadband is, you know, not only for internet or TV or whatever they're using it for, the gaming or whatever. It's a very important uh, commodity that's really a necessity now, kind of like electricity used to be years ago. So I think we're all learning from this how important broadband is. I think you're exactly right. And I think that um, our role is going to be more and more important in every, every everyone's life as we go forward. And I think this is proving it, whether it's working from home or, or trying to see your doctor from home or, or whatever. So. Thank you for your efforts and, you know, NCTC's efforts and the money you're putting into it. And at this point, you got you can see the light in the tunnel. You're all, you're almost to the completion point. And, you know, con- again, congratulations on a great job. Thank you very much, Lloyd. Thank you, Johnny. My guest today has been Johnny McClanahan, the CEO of NCTC, and you've been listening to the Lead Tennessee Radio, produced by Tennessee Broadband Association cooperatives and independent companies connecting our state's rural communities and beyond with world-class broadband. Thank you for listening today.